0: Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Geraldine Herbert, motoring editor and columnist with The Sunday Independent. Hello. Hello, Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So new regulations have come out for e-scooters and e-bikes. What exactly are the regulations at the moment?
1: Okay, so at the moment, the current situation with e-scooters is despite the fact that they are literally everywhere and they seem to be growing on a daily basis, they're currently illegal on Irish roads. And this is due to the fact that they're classified in law as mechanically propelled vehicles. Mm -hmm. Now, to put an MPV, to shorten it, on our roads legally, it needs to be taxed, insured, registered and driven by someone with a driver's licence. Now, some of these things are just impossible to actually do for an e-scooter. So as it stands at the moment, despite how many are on the roads, they're all on it illegally you cannot put one on a public road um, legally. Now, the Road Traffic and Roads Act 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 2023 has been signed by the president. So this is the beginning of the process, but it's still only the beginning. It's not likely Louise until November of this year that all of the regulations that are required for e-scooters to be legal will actually be th- be through and passed and everything. So literally for like for the next foreseeable months they're still going to be illegal.
0: Yeah, because we've seen a huge growth of them on the roads over the past couple of years as well. Like I was even saying to you when I was driving in, there was almost hundreds of them in front of me. Yeah, it's extraordinary that we've allowed this situation to go
1: on for so long because there's a certain kind of merit in waiting for a while and seeing how other countries and other cities dealt with them and there was some advantage to just looking at kind of the mistakes they made and, you know, just kind of, I I suppose, working it out. But now it's got to a stage where you think to yourself, even when these regulations come in in November, how do you even begin to enforce them when Mm -hmm. you've had years of people using them and basically defining their own rules and, you know, just deciding and making it up as they go along? It's going to be really, really difficult to try and impose them. But anyway, what the Act sets out are two different types of, of, of regulations. One are technical regulations. Now, these are standards that e-scooters must meet in order to be legal. And then there's usage, usage standards. These are basically how they're going to be used on the road mm. and, you know, what, who and where you can use them. So the technical regulations are basically to do with power speed, the design of them. So, basically, just to run through them, e-scooters must have a maximum continuous rated power output of 400 watts or less. Now, that appears to be the kind of standard on most of them, so the vast majority of e-scooters should meet that They have to have a maximum net weight of 25 kilos. This is including the batteries, and the big reason for this is obviously if they're in um, any sort of a collision with a pedestrian, you need to keep that weight down. They have to have a maximum design speed of 20 kilometres, so that's going to be the upper limit for them. They have to have wheels with a minimum diameter of 200 millimetres, Again, this is all about stability. They have to be fitted with front and rear lights and reflectors, brakes and a bell. And then they have to be fitted with a manufacturer's plate certifying the power output, the weight and the design speeds. Now, if any e-scooter does not meet any of those standards, then it's deemed illegal. It has to meet all of those in November.
0: What does it mean for the ones that are currently already on the road? Because obviously they're not going to want to suddenly stop using it
1: yeah for I was actually talking to somebody who who sells um, e scooters, and they said the vast majority of them will comply Jesus. with that, okay. but you 're still going to have e scooters that don 't there are heavier ones out there, obviously, the speed is one thing, but i mean if they if they're capable of doing a higher speed once they stay within the two, the twenty kilometers then that 's fine there won 't be an issue with that but Like, there's no provision for anything higher than that. There's no provision for super high-spec e-scooters to be Mm -hmm. made legal. These are the only ones that are going to be made legal. So if you have something that doesn't fall into that category, you ain't going to be able to use it on the road. It's as simple as that.
0: Is it going to be hard to police?
1: I would imagine it's going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. You know, I really think it will. Now, in terms of the usage, then, they're going to be treated more or less like bikes, but with a few kind of provisions. First of all, you have to be at least 16 years of age. Now, obviously, that isn't a requirement with pedal bikes. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't carry any goods on them. Only one person will be allowed to use an e-scooter at a time. You won't be allowed to have a seat. You know the way you see some of these e-scooters with a seat? They Mm -hmm. won't be deemed e-scooters, so they will be illegal. Um, you won't be able to use them on footpaths or in pedestrian areas except if there are cycle um, zones in a pedestrian area then you'll be able to use those and obviously you won't be permitted to use them on the motorway despite the fact that there is footage going around of one on the m50 yes. but so they're the general usage ones but you have to be able to comply with the technical standards first in order to be on the road at all
0: will there also be penalties for people who don't comply
1: yeah there is there's going to be general penalties for traffic and driving offenses and fixed charge notices that will be set at fifty euros again though I mean there's you know uh, the the guards have the um have the right to seize e scooters at the moment, and I know yeah. they do seize some of them, but obviously very few, so you would wonder like do the guards even have the time to enforce these? I think is the big question
0: and also they're so fast would you know like, how are you going to catch them if they realize hang on, I've done something wrong yeah. It's, it's very, very difficult. And then does these fall under then e-bikes as well?
1: Okay, so the Act is also going to clarify the legal position on e-bikes, right? So there will be no change to the legal status of pedal-assist e-bikes. Now, these are bikes that have a power output of up to 250 watts and where the motor cuts out at 25 kilometers and that it doesn't operate without pedaling so basically you have to be involved with actually moving the thing the whole time now once you've one of those and again the vast majority of e-bikes are those they'll be fine they will continue to be treated like pedal cycles now if you have something that obviously exceeds the 250 watts does not cut out at 25 um, kilometers or actually can move itself without you pedaling that's going to be classed as an e-moped Now, that brings it into a whole different category of um, of vehicle because basically they're classed almost as motorcycles in the sense that you have to have a driver's license, you have to be registered, you have to be taxed, insured, you have to wear a helmet. So that suddenly moves it into a whole different sphere.
0: It sounds like a lot, to be fair, when we just had cars only a little while ago, cars and bikes, and now there's all these sub-vehicles as well that we now have to look out for.
1: Exactly. Now, the thing about it is, though, regardless of what kind of an e-bike you're, you're cycling at the moment, you don't have to worry. The laws, or the regulations for e-bikes are unlikely to come in until the beginning of next year. And only when they come in will it then be an issue if you have one of these high-powered e-bikes that fall into an e-moped category. But, you're, you know, you're free to use them until then, unlike the scooters which will just remain illegal until November. So it's it, all very complicated, Louise.
0: It is very complicated. Is there anything people need to do if they happen to have one of these or are they, you know, one they fall within the regulations they're, they're good to go kind of thing <clears throat>
1: Well I would certainly say if you were thinking of buying one I'd be, yeah. very, I'd be looking at this quite closely first of all if I was buying an e-scooter I'd be ensuring that it actually complies with those regulations because the last thing you want to do is spend money exactly. on something and discover from November you know you can't, okay you can't put it on the road now but come November when all the regulations are through you still can't put it on the road and also if you were looking at an e-bike now, as I said the vast majority of them fall into the will remain as e-bike category mm-hmm. just ensure that it will because an e-moped is a whole different story and you know wearing a helmet and taxing it, insuring it, it the costs suddenly go through the roof mm-hmm. so you need to be wary of that. The only issue is these are brand new um, um, regulations or brand new um, yeah, regulations from the Department of Transport so I'm not sure how many retailers actually know about it yet.
0: Yeah so it's going to take some time maybe to, to feed out into the broader spectrum as well. Geraldine yeah. Herbert of the Sunday Independent, thank you so much for chatting to us.
1: No problem.